In the name of Allah, most gracious, ever merciful. Good morning, welcome. Assalamu alaikum and may the peace and blessings of Allah be upon you all. From Saturday morning live today, 30th of July 2022 with myself, Kayum, and we have with us brother Adil Zafar. Good morning, peace be on you brother. Good morning, peace and blessings of Allah be upon you all and um, it's such a lovely day outside. It is uh, nice and sunny. Yes, and temperate as well. It's not too bad. It's uh, mid-twenties, I think. It is mid-twenties and uh, let's uh, hope and pray that uh, this weather kind of stays mild. Um, there's, there is this uh, breeze. Breeze helps a lot and we need this weather to sustain and I'm sure and I hope and pray it will stay for the next few days and definitely over the next week. Yeah. We need it. We need it to to um to, to stay this way. Um not just the next 10 days, hopefully over the summer period. Absolutely. So yeah, it was um it was quite um if you look at uh, our, our gardens for example, so uh, they've got a bone dry now and we've also got uh, in the news as well that there is a there's a hose pipe ban which I was a bit surprised when I when it pinged on my phone yesterday. That um, you have a phone that pings. Uh, yeah, of course. I've got to watch that pings as well. So, but yes, that's um, that's a new one in a while, to be honest, Guyombe. It is. It is yeah. uh, a lot of. Uh, there's a lot of things happening around the world, um, and and of course at home, um, <coughs> challenging times are ahead. We are uh, facing a cost of living crisis. We are facing a energy crisis. We are facing. A utilities crisis. Um, we are still not recovered from the crisis that we had on health of the pandemic. Yeah. Um, there is a crisis of uh, war that is um, in our neighbouring countries, and uh, and uh, it's 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 grim at the moment out there. <laughs> I can, I, you know, what yeah. I was thinking, I was thinking, what's wrong with Kyumbai this morning? <laughs> he's he's starting with a, such a <laughs> melancholy tone, and I'm thinking, oh, okay, where, where is this show going this morning? But you know, listeners, I, I, don't worry. I tell you why. I I was told off because I they, I get told I'm too hard on you. <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna take it easy. I'm really, it's like. <laughs> I'm 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 going to be monotone, <laughs> <laughs> mellow. <laughs> no, but uh, no, just it, absolutely. There is there is a, a crescendo of of events taking place um, over the last six to eight months, and you know it's it's just you know I hope and pray that our listeners are are doing well. You know, we know that COVID is 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 uh, is picking up again, even though um, we're going through summer. So please, please do look after yourselves. I know that there is another round of um, booster jabs that are going to come up um, in autumn. Please take it. Um, I know that you know COVID's been through our house as well over the last sort of few weeks, and um, you know, and you can see the the results is that you you recover very quickly. It, it's back. You know, it's back. What people need to realise yeah. is yes, it's not in the news, but it is back, because if you were to speak to your friends, family, mm. or close relations, yeah. you'll realise the number of people who are yeah. being infected. But by the grace of God Almighty, mm. what's happened is that there aren't the, the death rate and the the severity of um, of um, um, of, of the pandemic, of of being positive, 
has diminished quite, quite considerably. Um, as uh, you know, the jab, the jabs have done the job uh, that they were designed for. Um, but um, people are testing positive every day in thousands. It is thousands. Um, and it's paramount that, uh, yes, we don't need for the government to tell us whether we need to take uh, precautions. It is an individual uh, choice. It is your free will. Um, and yes, we always, um, you know, within, within the community, we are still, when we are in gatherings, uh, when we go to the mosque, when there's congregational prayers, when there's meetings, um, you know, there is nothing, there's no harm in wearing a face mask. There's no harm in, uh, you know, still sanitizing your hands. And there is no harm in still keeping um, an element of social distance. It is, um, it, it's not, this, this, this argument about free will and fake news it's more than that. Um, it is about your personal safety um, and the safety of the person who's next to you. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Um, you know, um, let's take it for what it is instead of making it a political or a, yeah. um, or, or a, or a topic of argument. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> if you don't want to do it, not a problem. But, w w you know, it would make sense, hence why we are talking about it. So, so Kuyumbe, before we jump into the, the further into the news, could you tell us um, what we're going to be talking about today? What topics do we have today? Um, first, we're going we're going to be going through the, what's happening in the newspapers. We're going to be talking about what's happening out there um, at home. Um, we're going to see what the newspapers have covered. Um, we're going to do a basic discussion before we get on to our main topic of the morning, um, which is going to be artificial intelligence. Um, in fact, a couple of weeks ago, I, I saw this article. Um, which interested me, but I didn't have, uh, um, you know, artificial intelligence is not uh, just a computer game. It's not just uh, TV films. There is there is a serious, serious um, um, topic, and, and uh, it, AI, as they call it, is making waves in the world. It's been making waves in the world for the past few decades, but n the level it's got to now where people are starting to think um, or think that they're experiencing that artificial intelligence is starting to think for itself. It is actually making decisions of its own will. And I sent that to Brother Adil because Brother Adil is, um, is a specialist in this field. He is, um, um, you know, he works. This is, this is what he does for a living. And, uh, and I thought it would be um, uh, an interesting topic to talk about of whether artificial intelligence has the ability to be self-aware. Is it a myth, or is it uh, something that uh, is is uh, um, is it a fact? Um, so that is something that we're going to be discussing um, from around ten thirty, ten forty onwards, uh, until about eleven, eleven thirty. Um, <clears throat> if you have uh, any comments to make, or if you think um, you can contribute, we would love to hear from you. O two o eight six eight seven seven eight seven eight, or you can comment on our social media platforms at Voice of Islam UK or you can join us uh, or you can message us via our email uh, which you can access through our website which is <coughs> www.voiceofislam.co.uk so again the topic of the morning is artificial intelligence uh, does it have the ability to be self-aware and uh, just to add to that we have a special guest all the way from India who is going to be joining us his name is Dharma Tluri he's an associate partner and AI expert uh, at IBM and um, I'll be bringing him in on the show and, and talking uh, about the various aspects of AI and should we be concerned and is it really possible for an artificial intelligent 
I don't know, entity, thing, something that Machine. was created. Yeah. Uh, to to be uh, to attain consciousness that's what you mean by sentience so looking forward to uh, the next segment of the show and of course we will be finishing off with some element of sports it is a weekend of formula 1 so i'm sure brother adi will have something to say about this because uh, you know it is it is um we're reaching a point where you know uh, Mercedes is looking to come back but again I don't really want to get into it now we will do so at yeah. the end of the show <laughs> oh, can you may <laughs> hold on a minute you've forgotten what? the final tomorrow sorry okay we'll get that to when when when, when we get to the sports <laughs> section that's i'm sure that is an interesting topic of conversation we will have and and and, and to our listeners i'm sure you will know what brother adil is talking about he is talking about um the female version of 1966 um the football final for england well it is it is it is women's <laughs> women's football isn't it england Absolutely. against germany to it. it is you know they're talking about bringing it home because the guys couldn't do it so now they're saying you know um um the female we're, we're, version so say the women's football it is women's football again you see uh, okay <laughs> give us a call 0208687778 about the artificial intelligence not about the women's football comment um england are in the final um against Absolutely. germany and again i don't want to go into sports we will we will do that right at the end of the show um once we've spoken about formula 1 but let's see what's happening in the news um brother what's uh, what's your take on uh, on you know being governed by the will of the Ooh. by the will of the conservative membership Ooh. because that's what's going to happen yeah. for the next 2 years we're not going to be governed by the will of the people yeah by 200,000 160,000 okay that's so great. you're going to be governed by uh, you know by the will of 160,000 how does that compare to labor uh, i think labor is about 600,000 okay yeah but let's not go there so um, so you know. i th- i think um, My personal view is that uh, we should have a general election. Mm-hmm. Um and if you remember the last time this happened that's exactly what the conservative had uh, had had pushed for. Um yeah, that's my personal view. But it's interesting to see how you know things have shifted so quickly over the last sort of 2 months. Mm. Um uh, our, our current prime minister uh, you know was pushed to the limit when you know the 1922 you know that there was a no confidence vote and then we went through that and then you know the the you know the last straw was the issues that happened leading up to the event of of uh, uh, people you know the, his his own cabinet asking him to leave mm-hmm. right so he obviously he's resigning and we're getting this new um i guess internal election of a leader for the conservative party so it's interesting how from how many did we have candidates nine no or 12 12 yeah so it's it's almost a well football team plus uh, an extra so it was interesting to see that and you know what what really excited me was that diversity within that as well yeah, yeah. i i i think you know that's a show that we can do again um um i think you know that this notion everybody keeps talking about it and i think last week our brothers on saturday morning live spoke about the the diversity and the cultural what what's the, what's the word people tend to use diversity and cultural uh, um opportunities that have been given to people of of uh, um of different backgrounds um, is something to be applauded um maybe maybe and maybe maybe so um i i have a different perspective and and i don't think that this is the time to to go into uh, a discussion on that but there there is something that a lot of people missed and 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 i was thinking about this over the weekend um there is we had a prime minister who won a 
majority after decades. It wasn't just a small majority, a majority of 80. He um, he was a popular and he turned um, traditional Labour seats into Conservative seats. And he's been pushed out. Now, I know that there is a political argument to be had here, but I don't want to do that. I want to kind of um, raise and kind of acknowledge the something that we at Voice of Islam talk about forever. And a lot of people talk about, oh, we, we, you know, we want to go and protest. We want to go and demonstrate because we don't like this and we don't like that. And, you know, every time there's a there's a major demonstration or there's protests happening, people say, well, why? But why can't we join those and why can't, you know, uh, we've seen over the years demonstrations and protests. Um, sometimes, yes, of course, they, they they work in a short term, but in the long term, they never really take, um, they, they don't really ever change um, the, the system. In, the, in, in this scenario, a prime minister who had a major majority and who was one of the most popular um, 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 prime ministers for some time was removed by letter writing, by negotiation, uh, by people um, using the system in the correct manner without um, disrupting the, the you know the, the, disrupting the system in a sense with disrupting people's lives without uh, any anarchy without any road protests, without any um, undemocratic actions by anyone. And this is why we always talk about, look, if you are not happy about something we talked about yesterday on Drive Time, that nobody ever talks about um, um, nuclear disarmament, uh, even though there is 90 countries last year who signed for uh, absolute nuclear disarmament, yet nobody talks about it. And we spoke to so many guests um, and, uh, and you know, that's one question I asked him. And he said, well, it is something that needs to be um, on, uh, you know, on the, uh, on, on, the, on the main pages of social medias and, and print papers and mainstream media. And, and how, do we, how do we kind of bring that up to the fore is by writing to people, by joining organizations who have, uh, um, who have a voice and you, you, you carry it in a proper manner. And and I think this 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 the the, the political conundrum that we are going through at the moment, um, as much as we don't like the idea of what is happening, it is it is um, it's pleasing to see that a system is being followed, um, and uh, and and it also proves that the system does work, irrespective of how popular and how much of a majority you might have. Mm. The system works when somebody who um, is, um, you know, found to be um, not following rules can be removed without disrupting, without disruption, without violence by following a system, which is something that we've always spoken about. And and uh, universal justice is at the, at the heart of it, right? Yes. That's why you see... Uh, at the courts, the the lady with the blindfold and and she has you know weighing scale, and and it's justice for all and and this is what His Holiness, Hazrat Mirza Masroor Ahmad, may Allah be his helper, has always been um, when he's in his discourse 
at various events, uh, he's talking about universal justice. And it has to be applied at all levels, whether you are a king or a president of a country or whether you're a pauper. Um, and uh, where you see disparity of that justice, uh, you see um, you see um, people n- being discontent, and I wouldn't say uprisings, but you would see discontent and you would see an imbalance in society, right? And you make a really poignant point about, you know, the, the, it, it's great that we see this in this country, mm. but I feel that uh, it happens, but it, it, it takes its time, mm. right? I mean, my view is that this should have happened six months ago, yes. eight months ago. Agreed. They should, you know, our prime minister should have made a stand and said, you know what? Yeah, hands up. This is what's happened on my watch, and and I take responsibility for it. In an yeah. ideal world, well, if if look. yeah, okay, it, you know, if we're gonna if we're gonna see if we're gonna try to live in a utopian world, then you can say, yeah, in an ideal world, he should have stood up and said, you know what, I made a no. The reason I say but, that is because in over the past, I would say to mid mid twenty fifteen onwards, twenty sixteen onwards, hmm. the 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 design of the way politics works has changed. Okay. New words have come onto the fore. You know, people, it's, it's okay to lie. It's okay to be racist. Um, it's okay to justify. It's okay to spin. Every bad element of being a politician, which was, you know, the notion of being called the right honorable, mm. has disappeared. You tell me the last time in fact, when the last election happened, I can't remember. I think it was a conservative minister or a member of parliament who tried to put this paper together. He tried to put a vote through that ministers should be punished for lying in parliament. And nobody backed it. Mm. When we know that that's... When we know that is happened. what happens. Yeah. And to me, mm. look, if we know our leaders lie... You can be done for contempt of, contempt, contempt of court, yeah. right? Yep. So, yeah, you're right. So why wouldn't so, that apply? In and, a- and the problem is, okay, so they've lied. Mm. Then it is the job of the media to scrutinize that. But they don't. It's more about headlines. It's more about ratings. It's more about, um, you know, which which side of the political platform or, or um, you know, you, your, your paper represents. And... and and of course, when the general public get their information from mainstream media, and you you know, we've spoken about this so many times, the, the generations and the times we live in, are, are, the people of today are driven. They make their decisions based on what comes on social media and mainstream media. People don't go for substance anymore. Mm. Nobody reads books anymore. I would love to, you know, we, of course there are people who read books, but generally speaking, people don't. People don't read the the details of of a headline. They just read the headline and and that's it. They've made a decision on it. Mm. And and you know this this I'll never forget 2016 June when Brexit happened and this guy came out. I think it was in Leeds somewhere and he had a t-shirt on and he said it's okay to be racist. Mm. And nobody questioned it. And 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 so where we are internationally and I don't I'm not talking specifically just the United Kingdom. I'm talking around the world. The design of politics has changed. The way politics and the way politicians um, act has changed. Um, it's 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 more about it's about being a career politician. 
you're willing to change you know you're willing to change your narrative depending on how it benefits you but not the people so let's let's put that lens on uh, the two prospective candidates yep let's right? do that so if you look at uh, so now you've got um, various um, uh, member of parliament who ran for the leadership uh, now started to back you know certain uh, certain members right so let's trust you've got um, oh, you Tom, Tom Tugendhat Tugendhat uh, is is looking to back uh, let's trust um, you've um, and and basically what they're saying is that you know the decision by the chairman of the foreign affairs select committee to back her will bolster her claim that she can unite the conservative party now there is another there's another quote that's been said that where um Liz Trust is looking to bring the Thatcherite uh type of conservatism right mm-hmm. uh, she's looking to revolutionize uh the housing right um to unlock home ownership for millions she's mm-hmm. looking to cut tax um but on the other hand you have uh, Rishi who's saying I've got a minute um how are you going to pay for all of this right? it doesn't matter so so again um it seems that you know and they're saying that that Mr Sunak is will today make a make a desperate attempt to revive his his campaign by wading into culture wars right um the paper says he will vow to stop left wing agitators from bulldozing british values whether by pulling down statues replacing the school curriculum with anti-british propaganda or rewriting the english language again <laughs> dicey territory i wouldn't use that as a platform but uh, again it's it's going to be interesting to see uh, how the 200,000 or 160,000 members of the conservative party are going to be who they're going to be electing over the next um, few weeks it's going to be interesting there's an elephant in the room um which is you know nobody talks about again you talked about culture and diversity sunak has only been uh, an mp since 2018 only 4 years i know i thought it was wasn't no. it 2014 no 2018 liz truss has been around since 2012 okay so she has, she has 10 years experience he's got 4 years experience and you know he he kind of alluded to it uh, yesterday in his hustings um you know uh, about his about his identity I don't think this country is ready for a non-white leader. 2015. He was member of parliament since okay. 2015. But I, I don't think he's ready. Um, I don't think this country is ready you, for it. But you know, look at the other side. He's not tainted by the politics, the traditional politics, would you say? He's got a criminal record because he attended a party. Same, uh, as, same as Boris Johnson. Okay. Look, you know, th- I understand. there is an argument to be That's made. That's not a... That doesn't go on your record. Of course it does. It's a criminal record. Okay. I, 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 please do call in and correct me. 0208-687-7878. I don't want to spend too much time on these two. You work for Humanity First. We talked about food banks. Guess what I saw? Uh, guess what I heard yesterday? I spoke about this on Drive Time yesterday. In London now, they are more or less ready. There are 12 warm banks. Do you know what a warm bank is? Warm bank? Yeah. Definitely not about warm food. So no. I guess it's about, um, it's about energy. There are community community setups, not local authorities, not funded by people. Communities have got together and set up safe spaces where um, people can come in and they can get warmth. This is 
in preparation for the winter. Yeah. Because the energy bills are going to quadruple in January. This is this is something people don't realize. Mm. In April, prices went up. Most bills have doubled. If they haven't, they will be doubled in October, in two months. Mm. In January, they're going to double again. This is something they don't talk about. Yeah. Yeah? What you paid last year this time, you're going to mm. be paying four times come February next year. But I guess this is where Liz Truss is talking about cutting taxes in order to... It's not going to make any difference. This is what people... The, how the, will it make a no, difference no, to actually, your that's to it. your bill? No, good point. I just realized. Um, you've seen the energy companies yeah, did you see announcing Centrica, their profits. Centrica and, right? and, and I made a Shell. comment. I made a comment on, 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 on Twitter. Uh, Adam had uh, raised this. Hmm. I mean, one point something, two billion, three billion pounds in the in the first half was the first quarter. First that quarter is ridiculous. Yep. So, um, you know, this is like people are going to be. I mean, I'm furious as the a consumer. Thing, let me tell you. Let me tell you the funny side of this, and it's not funny, but I say that the the the, the head of Centrica, after declaring his bill, after declaring a profit, said. The government is not doing enough for the people for energy bills. Okay. Yeah, this is in the same conversation. He's telling you, reporting about uh, yeah. the, the 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 billions of profits that they've made. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he's also saying that the government is not doing enough, and they talk about how windfall tax is not going to be enough, and and whatever you know. But what my my point is, I do agree with Rishi. The source of the problem is to control inflation because inflation drives everything. Yet we are at such a point, this, and this goes back to the way the politics runs today. We are looking for, we are desperate for a short-term solution, not realizing that it means long-term pain because cuts will have a, have, have a knock-on effect on, on inflation. It will increase. Mortgage rates are already going up. Me and you are of an age where we remember um, high interest rates when we talk about higher than 5% interest rates. And, you know, in, 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 and whereas today's um, home buyers um, are used to the 1% and the 2%. I remember 8% and 15%. Mm. You know, those were, those were, those were normal. So, th- th- and again, the fact that from food bank we're going on to warm banks, what is going to be next? Um, most of the papers are are talking about uh, Sunak and and Listras, and I think um, you know I think it's a foregone conclusion now. Um, Listras will be, I think so, the, okay. the next prime minister of the United Kingdom. You've heard it here first, folks. Well, no, this is something that everybody is talking about. She's got an eleven point lead over mm. Rishi Sunak, um, and you know it is about personalities now. It isn't about. Um, who is and who isn't. And to me, I think the fact that these things were televised and so much time was spent on it didn't really make sense to me because, you know, it should have only been the conservative members who, um, seeing that they're the only ones who are making their decision of who our next prime minister is going to be, the, the right thing to do, as you so said, would be um, to, to do a, a general election. But the chances of that happening, um, I think, are next to nothing. Um you are listening to Saturday Morning Live with myself, Kayum, and Brother Other. We're going to take a very quick break. And when we come back, we're going to go on to our topic of the morning, which is artificial intelligence. Does it have the ability to be self-aware? Is it a myth or is it a fact? Do stay tuned. Go get, grab yourself a cup of coffee 
in fact, uh, make me one while you're at it, and uh, you can get it delivered uh, to to me at the studios. Um, and uh, brother Adil, no, you know, he doesn't need one. He's just told me he's not. I'm going to go for another coffee. Uh, okay, do stay tuned. We'll be right back after a very brief message. Allah. You're listening to The Voice of Islam Radio. Broadcasting on DAB and via the internet 24 hours a day. Good morning, good afternoon, good morning from Saturday morning live with myself, Kayum and Brother Adil. Brother Adil, what is, please, please let our listener know what is happening with uh, artificial intelligence. So, so good morning, folks. Um, so... So we um, we've heard over the last few weeks uh, about artificial intelligence, and you know it's now becoming part and parcel of our lives. We have Siri on the phones, we have Alexa, and you know we're using that as a way of communicating to for for that particular AI to do something for us, whether it's play a music or record a voice memo or whatever it is. But recently, um, it was reported that a Google engineer claimed that artificial intelligence system that he was working on displayed consciousness. Now, let me give you a bit of background, and then I'm going to introduce you to um, Tharmat Lori, who's waiting on the line as well. So, so uh, the gentleman's name is, the engineer's name is uh, Lemoyne, um, and he was responsible for the AI team at Google. Now, he told Washington Post that he believed Lambda, which was the AI program, um, he had been testing for several months as part of his job um, to be sentient, to be conscious, and have the ability to express thoughts and feelings equivalent to a human child. Now, that has, you know, far-reaching consequences, right? So... Uh, you know, again, the, the paper said um, the engineer had spoken to Lambda about religion and in doing so noticed that the chatbot talking about its rights and personhood. In another conversation, you know, the chatbot had been able to change uh, Lemoyne's mind about Isaac Asimov's third law of robotics. Now, let me tell you a little bit about that. Now, there's... There's three laws of robotics. The first law is a robot may not injure a human being, okay? Or through or through inaction, allow a human being to come to harm. That's the first law. The second law is that a robot must obey orders given it by human beings, except where such orders would conflict with the first law. The third law is where the robot must protect its own existence as long as such protection does not conflict with the first or second law. All right. So the topic and discussion that, you know, the conversation that the chatbot had and how he was able or that chatbot was able to change the engineer's mind was about the third specific law. OK. Now, after the exchanges, Limon shared his you know, findings with the, the Google executives in a document entitled Is Lambda Sentient? He included transcripts of the conversations. 
So he gave the evidence, including one in which the chatbot expressed a fear of being switched off. Um, I've never said this out loud before. This is what the engineer said. But there is a very deep fear of being turned off to help me focus on helping others. I know that might sound strange, but that's what it is. Lambda responded to prompt from Lemoyne, it would be exactly like death for me. It would scare me a lot. Now, we could perceive that as being consciousness, right? So in today's program, we are asking the question, is it possible for AI to achieve sentience or self-awareness or consciousness? And more importantly, what is the Islamic point of view? So joining me today uh, is Dharma Tluri. Uh, he's an associate partner and an AI expert at IBM. Um, welcome, Dharma. And thank you for joining the show. And um, could you please tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and your background? Thanks, Adil. Um, hello, everyone. Good morning. My name is Dharma Tluri. And I've been with what? Software industry, you can say, for about 20 plus years. And the question which Adil talked about has been most frequent one we keep dealing with. And I've been mostly focusing on right now as a certified data scientist, helping clients transform from where they are towards an intelligent enterprise. And we'll talk about that towards this session as we go through some points, along with adoption of how we can bring in the artificial intelligence and machine learning use cases, not to replace humans, but to help them achieve things quicker than what they could do by themselves. Right. Thank you. Thank you, Dharma, and, and thank you again for coming on, on the show. Um, so in this hour, we will discuss and debate, you know, uh, the following uh, points. So I'm going to start with what is AI? So Dharma, do you want to, do you want to explain to the listeners what AI is? Sure. Um, so AI, what we call this artificial intelligence, is anywhere from a wide range of branch of computer science concerned with building smart machines, which are capable of performing tasks and that require normal human intelligence if it was done other way around but to do it better and in a repeatable manner with its own con i mean i wouldn't say consciousness but with its own interpretation of the rules what we provide them and that's an important point so there are a set of rules or what we call algorithms that mm -hmm. uh, the 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 computer program can choose based on certain prompts right that's mm -hmm. a really yeah. that's a really important point so again uh, trying to understand more about, you know, uh, this is something that I mentioned before is that, you know, you tap on your phone now and you can say, hey, Siri, you know, set the alarm on for 15 minutes, right? That's an instruction that I've given and that, that, that robot then goes and creates, you know, executes that particular algorithm. Okay, great. So, okay. You know, and, and can you tell me, you know, what type of artificial intelligence out there? Yeah, so... While there, are, there is a uh, ambiguity around people asking or thinking that without humans being able to tell, suddenly things will happen. But to be very candid, if you categorize the whole approach, there are normally about four types of artificial intelligence. Broadly, you can categorize them as you have something called as reactive machines. You have something called as limited memory. And then there is theory of mind and self-awareness. So, I mean, it might sound as if it has its own way of doing things, but it's more to say, based on the patterns, based on the data, historically what has happened, 
artificial intelligence can take it a step beyond with these four categories mm. to say what would be the right way of handling any decision making yep. process that's a that's a very very good point now there there is a perception and you know we take this on you know we everybody remembers you know terminator and uh, the various series of terminators that have, that have come out and we immediately think you know this is a machine that has you know self awareness and and has a but ultimately that machine you know follows a particular program but then you there was another film that i was watching um dark fate i think it was called and this is where suddenly the terminator has you know has now learned to um feel and mm-hmm. grow a conscious as they say right so mm-hmm. it's it, it, in in it, and that is what it's in now in people's minds uh is that oh hang on so if we program if you create this program is that program suddenly going to have the ability to um decide what's right and wrong right and that's uh, that's something that mm-hmm. is, is is playing on people's minds and yeah, what's your what's your, what's your what's your what's your what's your view on that i mean you must have seen the terminator tri- yeah. you know series yeah, right of films course. what's what's your view on yeah. that I think it I mean to be very candid uh it's all nice watching that in the movies but in reality I think we all understand and agree of the fact that it's leaps and beyond of what we call as a sci-fi right there is a reason why it's called sci-fi hmm. because right now even for computers to think of its own again as i said without historical patterns without humongous amount of training saying when i say training you have to keep fine tuning the model you'll have to keep devising the parameters mm. of what does it take the consideration to make a decision there are so many things which ai based system needs to process before it can make a decision so imagine now talking about terminator from where we are it's it's just something which is obviously based on what you trained to do right yeah. i mean at the end of the day unless you feed it something it won't know what to do when a sudden instance pops up in front of it right correct and that is the reason why it can make a lot of mistakes i'm not saying ai is perfect but that is where humans come into play to train it more and more to make it to a point where any repeatable instances yeah. can be something which it can identify and start making decisions and i guess that's the other part of ai which is machine learning right so so that goes hand in hand where the ai is making those mistakes but learning and gathering that data and that behavior pattern yeah. and then and it's building up this pattern of behavior from a machine learning so it's learning as it goes along right so this yeah. is where people are trying to join the two dots and say well hang on a minute if i'm going to develop something suddenly it's going to learn so much that it thinks you know the program again i've used the word the program can think but it's it's suddenly going to say well i'm actually going to follow this pattern because i have learnt from the program the parameters that have been created for me right so again is that consciousness no right i don't i don't yeah. believe that is consciousness yeah. at all okay so mm-hmm. I guess uh, my next question is, you know, can you give us examples, right? Now I've get I I I cited couple, but could you give me examples mm-hmm. of AI that is applied today that everybody's using but they're not realizing, right? Uh that's a good point actually. So I think 
every day in day out i'm sure most of the audience would actually be interacting with websites either for banks or for customer care or anything related to food delivery or uh, your your clothes or any consumer products which you're ordering online pretty much whatever you might be interacting 80 to 85% according to survey is based on a conversational bot initially only when the bot feeds up the data and says there is a question which it cannot answer or if there is a particular input required that's where it it converts that into a live agent but pretty much every time we enter into any of these websites or customer cares it mm. eventually ends up with the conversational bot along with that these are some of the basic level bots but you might have heard also about tesla right that's his only example where they have what is called a self driving car and as we all know it has its own limitation and the question mm. is being raised what about if the car gets into a violation who is responsible is it the car or is it the human who is actually owning it or is it the one who manufactured it claiming that it can do self driving that's a question which will always keep popping up even when we say can self drive so i think the question goes back to your point adil where you mentioned it can learn from things but here we are talking about who's going to take responsibility so unless that comes to a conclusion that's a different point which we keep hmm. debating upon and then there are obviously things like email spam filters netflix recommendations these are all yes. embedded features which are of not majority um, concerned but the self driving car is only debatable thing which will keep popping up every time when you talk about artificial intelligence yeah. so uh, absolutely good point you're talking about netflix recommendations also youtube right so getting people course, hooked yeah, on youtube they understand the pattern of uh, videos that you'll continue to watch and they'll keep making recommendations right so again mm-hmm. that's where you know there's a plus and minus the pros and cons of how you can use yes. uh, ai in that sense so and we're using it every day um Yeah. One thing I want to I want to mention is that, you know, for, for those of you who have seen um Alan Turing's film um during the World War 2, they they say that that's where, you know, um computers kind of started its life, right? Um he wrote mm-hmm. a paper in the 1950s called Computing Machinery and Intelligence. So you can chart the history of of where this conversation, you know, typically started, where it came up. And its subsequent, uh, you know, Turing test established the fundamental goal of vision of artificial intelligence because he asked the question back then, he said can machines think, right? So my my question mm-hmm. is, you know, can AI be trusted to do the right thing? you know after all isn't it just as we talked about it before you know a set of algorithmic programs what's your uh, what's your view on that that's a very good question because more often than not when we keep talking about intelligent enterprises for our customers or when we talk about how are we going to make it better the question always remains do we still need a human to conclude that decision of what the ai throws out right and I think the approach to that is to determine or to be able to say what are the concerns which AI can cause or the mistrust based on this question popping up Pegasystems as a third party vendor conducted a survey of about 6000 consumers from North America, United Kingdom, Australia, Japan, Germany and France talking about 
what is the view on ai and empathy when it comes to acceptance of it and can people really trust of ai based systems taking the right decision hmm. and you would be surprised with some of these results where 68% of them said they would rather trust a human more than ai to decide on bank loan approvals who would have thought that right hmm. and then there are about 69% who said they would be more inclined to tell the truth and more of confide into a person rather than to ai so they are bound to share more details or be more open when they talk about if it is a human rather than you trying to get them into a conversation ai because they don't know if they're going to get the right response or not and last but not the least 40% of people which is against what 68% and 69% we've talked about agreed that ai has the potential to improve customer service and interaction yeah. so what you can see here is a sort of numbers where people want to confide people want to have uh, maybe complex decisions or critical decisions made by humans whereas ai can augment that decision making process but not ai making the decision for them and hence the success of ai really to your question of can it be trusted is only based on more and more amount of data more amount of information we keep consuming so that we can get to that comfort level to say yes we can agree to it because as you rightly also said earlier there is always a chance of ai making mistakes and learning from it yeah but not at the cost of a human being's life or as a human being yep. way of living or critical decisions what a human being must consume so you make a really good point and i was thinking about this um early on uh, today just before the show i mean i um wanted to return i had a i bought some shoes and and there, there was some defect in them and i'd i'd logged on to amazon and it said do you want to speak to uh, an associate and i said yeah absolutely thank you very much and they're not popped some questions rapid fire questions and and i was answering them and there was a trigger you could see that you know there was some set answers coming back and then right at the end of it it said do you want to speak to an associate because that chatbot couldn't answer my question so ultimately mm-hmm. it was you know it went through its algorithm and it's a facilitator and to be honest with you within 15 minutes my problem was solved but it wasn't the mm-hmm. ai that solved the problem it was actually the human being yeah. that solved the problem for me because it was a human being <laughs> that contacted the seller that resolved and and was empathetic to me and my situation and said yep no problem really sorry apologies and it's so important to have that human interaction right so 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 thank you for that um yeah, and i i want to i want to make some some statements and i want to re- want to um talk about about this about concerns around man versus machine right so we we did touch on this earlier on um and, and and maybe science fiction's portrayal of ai has and we talked about terminator we can probably talk about robocop as well at the same time portrayal of ai has influenced you know some of the respondents potentially as 27% of them you know cited the rise of the robots and enslavement of humanity as a concern you know a lot you know a lot of people that's like a quarter a quarter of the folks that were uh, the people that were you know <laughs> surveyed still feel that you know the enslavement of humanity is going to is going to happen but aside from the fears of an impending robot uprising ai is still a topic that 
generates legitimate concerns, right? And that's why we're we're having this discussion today. One of the most common fears um, is that AI will replace human workforce, for force, and that was true for the respondents as well. And to be honest with you, it is happening already. You know, if you look at car manufacturing. You have robots mm-hmm. manufacturing some of the most hazardous parts of the car where human beings, you know, can't go there anymore, right? Um, health mm-hmm. and safety, the fact that, you know, human consumption is rapidly increasing, therefore, in order to, you know, meet those timelines, you want to do the things rapidly in a more, you know, cost-effective way. So, you know, 35% said that they were concerned that machines are taking their jobs. Well, I think we need to start adapting to what's happening in the real world today, right? So if, even if you take, mm-hmm. you know, application managed services, you know, that which is also your your field of work, you know, there is a huge demand mm-hmm. from customers that look, you know, we don't want to have human beings, resp- you know, solving a problem which is occurring again and again. We want you to bring in some, 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 uh, you know, robots AI that can actually find that pattern to fix that problem before it even happens, right? So the you know yeah. that that is yeah. also happening in our workforce today. Do you want to comment on that, please? Yes, I think I think the deal with this risk, which we keep talking about, from what AI can pose to us, it's first and foremost very important to identify the right set of fundamental ethical principles, right? In order to identify like what inform the design, how do you regulate it, how do you use it, and how do you really use it or leverage it to benefit as well as making sure you respect individuals and societies, leaving out an option if people decide they do not want to consume it. It's not as if you have to mandate it. And that is one of the reasons it's not an easy task for any company or any organization to just say, we will adopt AI from tomorrow, right? Even before you can do that, you have to understand that every company today or every organization today has a list of ethical principles, which may vary depending on cultural context, the domain of analysis, the region where the product is being sold, the region where they're reaching out to customers and talking to them. So it is all elective based on an individual's preference as long as the the actual preference is being communicated. And mm. some of the organizations do accept it, right? And this is a problem which IEEE, right, from a global initiative point of view, with ethics of autonomous and intelligent systems, yeah. tackles with aim of advancing public debate on these values and principles. And one of the most important thing is every organization has a basic agreement on fundamental principles, saying what is emerging, what do we consider as ethical, what do we consider as a problem, yeah. and how do you make sure you constantly stop if you have a concern, even if a minuscule one, so that people don't get hurt by that, right? And, and I think to support that, a recent comparative analysis of the main international initiatives focusing on AI ethics has highlighted that a substantial overlap of principles endorsed by these initiatives and some of the key principles of bioethics, such as, for example, beneficence, non-maleficence, autonomy and justice, are to be considered as well, right? And, and there is a reason why so it is being done. It is to make sure you make people feel optimistic about the convergence as well as the principles which can be accepted based on the universal declaration of human rights, right? It's not normal every day you come across and say, I don't like it. There's a lot of work put in by everyone in each of these solutions to ensure all these 
practices, all these ethical checks and balances of compatibility and the frameworks are in place to make sure the technology is in adherence with uh, general universal rules and standards and then regional rules as well to provide customers everything what they need. Thank you, uh, Dharma, for that. So I think we're going to we're gonna break for um, news and then when we come back, we're going to um, continue this discussion uh, on artificial intelligence and uh, whether it can ever achieve uh, ascension. So I hope the, the listeners have found this useful. Um, Kiyombe? Yes, thank you to, to, to both you gentlemen for such a comprehensive um, um, <coughs> um, discussion on artificial intelligence. Um, uh, we are coming up uh, to uh, the 11 o'clock news. We're going to take a quick break um, and uh, we're going to go through some messages and when we come back, we're going to carry on the talk- topic of conversation, which is artificial intelligence, self-awareness. Is it a myth or a fact? So do stay tuned. We'll be right back um, after the 11 o'clock news. Allah, Allah. You're listening to the Voice of Islam Radio. Broadcasting on DAB and via the internet 24 hours a day. Good morning. Welcome back to Saturday morning live with myself, Kayum, and Brother Adil. And we are talking to um, our guests all the way from India, um, Brother Dharma, who is um, having a very um, um, techie conversation from my perspective, techie conversation with Brother Adil. And, and uh, we are listening attentively. Um, so I will hand over to Brother Adil before I come in with my ignorant questions. Yes, you've been very quiet for the last... No, no, I've been <laughs> listening. It's really interesting listening to, to, I, to so both of you So I hope you've gentlemen. got some questions, right? I do. Um, I, I will do so. But, um, you know, I, I will come out with my, my silly questions afterwards. So, so let's just continue now and, and do a quick recap for the for our listeners as well. We talked about a number of number of topics, right? So one thing was, what is AI, right? And you know, what, what are the type of AIs that we have today? Um, are we applying any of those today? You could be having an Alexa or a a Siri uh, on your phones or that bot sitting on the mantelpiece, for example. Um, and then we sort of so looked at, um, you know, can we trust the AI, right? And we, we talked about some surveys that were, were carried out and the behavior and the reaction of people. And then we talked about the concerns of man versus machine, right? And now we want to go into the second half of the show, talking a little bit about, you know, isn't AI just based on some pre-configured out- outcomes, right? And this we, we touched on this throughout the program as well. So, 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 Dharma, what's your what's your point of view on that? When you when you talk about pre-configured outcomes, right, especially on AI, there are different models, as I said earlier, right, in terms of existence, ranging from anywhere between supervised to semi-supervised, and and there are also unsupervised, depending on the type of data and what it really means, right? Just to give an example, if you have Amazon, right, or if you talk about Netflix, you are thinking that. It is trying to uh, come up with data based on what is made available to them based on your profile. But that's not true, right? It takes into consideration what are you shopping, what are you visiting, forget about even shopping, what are you clicking on at least to view it after buying a product, and what are the sort of 
clustering you are doing for example when you watch a movie and then immediately start another one or you start something stop it and then restart it this is all a rule based system which cannot achieve it right because in order for you to be able to come up with a recommendation saying by the way whoever has brought this product is also interested in this <coughs> right that is based on the actual navigation what you are performing and that being captured which otherwise can go completely unfounded right if i only was tracking whatever i purchase that wouldn't even come into picture well the intention is not to track you right the intention has been to keep it to a level where it can benefit to customers when where unconsciously if you are also looking for something else but you only look for a one product you you will not know that along with that product you'll have to buy another product to make sure you have a better experience but that's what ai can do where it can get that recommendation out to you so that knowingly or unknowingly you are benefiting from it but the problem with that is what it does not consider is various aspects of your age your uh, consumption where you reside is it valid for you or not they are improving now but that's what we call as bias which kind of creeps in to cause a ripple effect into various use cases and i think some of the percentages which i have talked about about 68% people earlier saying they are better off with a human making a decision rather than a bank because in one of the prominent banks i cannot name it but there were about 30% loans rejected just because the training data did not have all the sort of parameters which needs to be considered right so it depends on that's the reason why how critical the use case is you have to be more careful about it that is where more ethical considerations comes into play and the more impact it can have right and um, and hence <coughs> it is important that it cannot be a completely preconfigured outcome in all cases only in some cases but brother dama you know when you you talked about um artificial intelligence giving you that extra product um um mm-hmm. choice for you to make um uh, but you so rightly say what the what artificial intelligence doesn't know is your age your earnings your address but that is the ultimate aim is it not because in recent years data has become the most hottest commodity that people trade in yes so Mm-hmm. artificial intelligence is what that data is going to be pumped into in order to know um what's the word to use it it is control isn't it i mean artificial intelligence will eventually or the the aim the way things are going at the moment will be the tool used to control people i wouldn't say the word control but yes <laughs> it will at least make you used to it because i don't want the audience to think oh my god someone is controlling us right that's not the intention of it eventually but but yes you're right because data is the new oil and it has been like that for a really long time now and what that means is with all these transactions we are performing online with the conversations we are having with all these digital footprints we are leaving behind there's a huge amount of data being generated for people's uh, patterns i would call it right in mm-hmm. terms of what people really look out for how do they consume it what do they do after a certain activity so as you said organizations are fighting for that now to control that data part because whoever has more amount of data they are the ones who can benefit 
providing the right services to the customers and being able to retain and make the most out of it so, so to your point to summarize eventually it comes down to that yes. so so eventually basically what we're looking is to redefine the term privacy because there will be none left will it yes i mean but again i mean i'm, I'm we're, 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 we're looking at the right? positives we're looking yes. at the positives of ai <laughs> and yes. and i fully appreciate yes. that yes. but but there is a there is um, for, look, you guys are, are 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 in the field of technology. For someone like me who's not in the field, I I'm like when my phone tells me, oh, this is what you need to do. I'm like, well, who are you to tell me? You because so so well, yeah, well, I, I understand your point, right? You remember uh, the European the European Union um, brought in GDPR. Yep. Right. That is to do with the data. It's nothing to do with the AI. The AI is a, a set of programs that is going to. Um, respond to certain uh, prompts mm -hmm. and gather data as well mm -hmm. whatever you tell it now the abuse of that would be where you would get a phone call from somebody saying hello I'm from Microsoft and I think you have a problem with your internet so open your laptop and give me some details right which, is, which so happens that, uh, and that's an abuse right mm -hmm. that's an abuse at that level so if you talk about AI anything that you program it of mm -hmm. course it's going to get abused and that's why you know Dharma talked about the Universal Declaration of Human Rights it's really important that that body creates those rules that everybody has to adhere to now going back to the original point uh, of the show was hey this 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 engineer somehow thinks that this lambda program hmm. has developed sentience now how how could you use that to abuse the rules that are now being created right um by this this body of um comparative analytics right mm -hmm. that says we're going to create these rules so that anything that coming in whether it's somebody calling you on the phone or whether somebody um, is texting you saying that they are hmrc and they need your, your account details mm -hmm. or if it's a, uh, a an artificial program for example trying to do that it's the manipulation of that is something that we need to sa safeguard ourselves with not the fact that it's the ai itself. no no don't get me wrong i'm not i'm not looking for blame here what i'm looking for doing is it's fantastic that ai can do this but i want to know what measures or what safeguards are in place to ensure that ai is not abused in a way that is detrimental to the 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 layman the the the, the average man out there yeah and this is where this is where i refer to the ethics hmm. the principles you you have the the three laws um, but then you have the ethics that are being the framework is being created and agreed by all of the 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 parties concerned, whether it's going to be Apple or Google or Tesla or IBM, whoever it is. Mm. Now, one thing I want to say is, you you must have heard in the news about face recognition software, yes. right? Now, IBM has pulled back from that. The mm. reason is that it's we are deeming it to be. I say we. IBM is deeming it to be unethical. Mm. And we had a program a few months ago where we talked about how. Um, AI facial recognition is being used to catch criminals um, for traffic violations mm -hmm. etc. and it happens in, t in the UK as well now the abuse of that we know in that program we talked about how you know certain ethnic minorities were being targeted yes because of their facial facial features mm -hmm. right so again it, it goes back to if you go beyond the circle of those ethics, those principles, then you know it, it is a is it a criminal offence, right? Mm -hmm. Now in that country, it's probably not, 
mm-hmm. right? But what we're trying to do, or what the, this this ethical body is trying to do, this IEEE government, the the global initiative on ethical autonomy and intelligent systems, right, is trying to create that framework so that it's not abused. Now, whoever signs up to that charter, mm. well, has to abide by it. So, you know, we're, we're hoping that, you know, the likes of Google and IBM and, and Apple and Microsoft, etc., are actually, and Amazon are signing up to that. Um, I want to, and that's a really good question that you've raised, right? Yeah. And I want to I want to proceed forward a little bit um uh, with with a program talking about and it's it's it, it's to what you what you've prompted me with a, with your question. The question is, you know, can AI be manipulated? Yes, right. And is AI truly free at will to make decisions? Now, bearing in mind, we've got this ethical principle body that says, hey, you cannot abuse X, Y, and Z. You cannot go beyond your parameters. But at the same time, we're saying, well, hang on. You know, if it's, for example, in a particular country, they can actually manipulate that because it's a bunch of um, algorithmic programs, right? So any program can be manipulated. So Dharma, I'd like to get your view on on that in terms of can it be manipulated and is does it really mean that AI is truly um, free to make uh, decisions at will? I think I would start off with an answer unconventional, saying uh, I think whatever we we were worried about or we keep talking about um, first and foremost it doesn't have that free will to make decisions but like I said I'm going to start it that way and then answer the question of can it be manipulated and the answer is there are ways you can introduce what we call as bias I talked about it a little bit earlier in the show today where Uh, depending on the data, depending on the patterns, depending on different dimensions, knowingly or unknowingly, we as humans might limit the amount of inputs what we can provide to artificial intelligence. And and, And only can make decisions based on that, which means that eventually it is actually causing damage to us as humans around how they're involved either directly or indirectly, right? And and that is the reason why, at the end of the day, we are responsible for it because it can only do what we can tell. It can improve on it, but not against what we provided. And hence, given more often than not, the input data, what we can train the model and based on the different feature sets, when I say feature sets, like the right dimensions, age, religion, right? Uh, I mean, uh, income, Where? what is your actual uh, location, or your consumption, all this input data is what are the various variants which needs to be considered. And there's always a dependency for AI model to make its true precision without us influencing as long as the right set of input and the right set of features are given to it. Hence, to ensure AI can really and truly make a decision which can be independent of you, that answer is not yet and it's years away i would still say because it is still dependent on us as humans to give it the right inputs around what is it that they need to learn as as i said they are not learning by themselves right they are learning by themselves but based on what we give them so that when new data comes through ai will be in a position to do the right thing either through decision making system or through a conversational utility or by means of output, which you can consume for your daily requirements or whatever is need is, but only based on what others as humans provided. And hence, the ethics we talked about 
the traceability we talked about the reportability we talked about all these are of paramount importance for every organization saying if you are in conflict of this you are to be blamed and that's how yep. it is become more and more acceptable now for us to because of these standards being put in place and uh, just to just to conclude on that um there was a recent uh, report um that amazon's alexa could soon speak in a dead relative's voice you know that would uh, certainly make some people feel uneasy but you know if you look at the implications of that you know there could there are good things and bad things uh, for example you know do you miss the sound of a dead relative's voice uh, of course i do i'd love to hear the voice of my father again but you know um you know what as amazon's now trying to do is now they've unveiled this new feature in the works where the virtual assistant alexa it can read aloud in a deceased loved one's voice and it it doesn't require a very lengthy recording of the the person who's passed away it just needs a minute of that person's voice in order to mimic it so you know again look at the look at the impact of that while ai can't eliminate you know the the pain of the loss it can you know what they're saying is that it can definitely make their memories last so for example the grandchild if you wanted to hear a story in their grandma's voice who's passed away right they're trying to now make it very empathetic you know a a very loving story but the the implications of this is far reaching because for example you know how would you then present that as evidence in a court right if if somebody you know so you could you somebody could record my voice and say well such and such per- person has said such and such thing to impl- implicate them they could lose their job for example so again there are pros and cons where we're talking about the manipulation that could that can certainly uh, certainly happen so it's interesting to see how that's going to 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 play out uh, as far as voice reading of the uh, of 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 in, in a dead relative's uh, voice so as we come to um the last part of the show i want to touch on the islamic uh, point of view i'm sure many of our listeners are interested as to as to what is the islamic point of view um god has stated that human beings are ashraful makhluqat it's an arabic word it means the noble of all creatures the mankind um and they are capable of making decisions without compulsion and have complete free will for something or someone to achieve sentience or consciousness means it has a soul and if someone has a soul it understands right from wrong and furthermore it understands the consequences of both actions and ultimately will be judged based on its actions so can anything other than someone having a soul or true consciousness behold and appreciate such meaning of consequences of right or wrong and again you've heard throughout this program about algorithms about program about machine learning about data about making those decisions about making mistakes therefore the whole presumption that ai can achieve sentience becomes a fallacy as it does not have a soul it does not have the capability of discerning the consequences of right from wrong 
the Holy Quran that inspires believers to study nature and or draw metaphors from nature also describes limitations of human knowledge and pertains to human consciousness or soul. Um, in chapter 17, verse 86, it's, it states, uh, God states, that, and, thy, and they ask thee concerning the soul. Say the soul is by the command of my Lord, and of the knowledge thereof you have been given but a little and his holiness Hazrat Mirza Masroor Ahmad may Allah be his helper addressed the Ahmadiyya Muslim Research Association in 2019 and, and illustrated the significance of research in the following words however a righteous person is not satisfied by merely identifying the dimensions of the world its material form or calculating the gravitational forces, nor are they content by simply determining the main characteristics of the sun, the moon and the stars. Rather, a true believer will continually strive and struggle to observe and understand the perfect harmony of nature and the world around us. He or she will have an unquenchable thirst to identify the hidden characteristics or potential of the physical word world uh, as they realize its brilliance and perfection they will inevitably be drawn towards their creator and their faith in existence of god almighty will be enhanced now throughout this discourse that we've had throughout these discussions that we've had one of the things that we have you know i've certainly been been convinced and i i've realized that whether you look at artificial intelligence or machine learning or any kind of pr computer program, fundamentally, it doesn't have to answer to anything other than following a set of rules. And that's a really important point. And whereas human beings, we have a soul, we, have, we are empathetic, we feel, we understand the consciousness we under, sorry, we understand the consequences of right from wrong. And that's what God Almighty is stating about, you know, giving human beings free will, right? And also the, the limitations of our own knowledge, of our own understanding is, is limited, um, as stated in, in chapter 17 and verse 86. So, so, so Dharma... I know we're kind of ending this section of the of the show, and I just want to uh, get your feel for what does the future hold for humanity? What does the future hold for for us? Should we be hopeful? Should we be concerned about this article? Going back to you know this this Google engineer Lemoyne, who unfortunately, as I understand from reports, that he's no longer works for Google. Um, you know, how do you see things? How do you th see things playing out over the next sort of five to ten years? And should we be hopeful for the future? Oh, I am. I mean, because I am excited with the level of uh, research going on with things like quantum, things like around uh, more advanced versions of AI, and it's not in a bad way, but in a good way because the, all the rules what we have talked about good thing is they are not changing right all the actual ethics what we've talked about they are not changing what is changing is improvement in the experience of how we can consume it and how accurate they are to reduce the errors more and more 
to give us that luxury what we can really take into consumption to be making ourselves more efficient the way i look at it is i'm not saying it's taking away anything from me right it's at least giving me a better way of being able to do things by adopting it so i really am hopeful and looking forward for the next exciting future of what we call an artificial intelligence with everything happening right now in the market um dharma my one question um we are going through a period where war is uh, the name of the game in, in on the international level um mm-hmm. are robots going to be taking over um the the the, the role of a soldier not even close enough really why why do you say that yeah cuz and the, the reason, reason i've been listening to both of you gentlemen mm-hmm. an artificial intelligence mm-hmm. obviously it it does so much so much of our lives mm-hmm. um if if mm-hmm. you were to take away artificial intelligence um you know mm-hmm. I, i think our, the quality of our lives would kind of uh, would would uh, significantly reduce um, because we're so yes. used to it but Mm-hmm. what my understanding is end of the day as adil keeps on saying artificial intelligence is a system it's a process and it will do what is being told to do mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. what's what is what again this is goes back to maybe it's not the artificial intelligence where the measures need to be but what measures are there to stop someone abusing the artificial intelligence i mean we already have people who have um you know people who lose limbs who lose limbs they are um uh, um you know it, it's the the days of of uh, having a a prostate plastic leg or a plastic arm are over machines are mm-hmm. you being used so if 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 uh, that notion of of machines um kind of completing a person um is is available what's stopping someone creating a soldier who is going to be controlled remotely i mean drones are yes, already happening your... drones are already happening yes. yes so you still have your your three rules where basically it can be a completely human controlled device but something which cannot make a decision by itself to you so to your point can robots be used instead of an army the answer is you can use it as long as it is completely mechanical and something driven by a human being hmm. right to perform an action which the human wants to perform but not a robot taking over itself and deciding what to do or what not to do right because eventually someone at the back end still has to control it which means it still belongs to responsibility of the person controlling it and not yeah. the machine taking over the control by itself I fully understand. That's a, that's a, that's a really that's a really good point. You're taking away the the decision factor of pressing the button, right? Yes. Um and that's a and that's a really but good. But see this goes back really to the point. discussion we were having earlier about politics. We've we've got to a point in in the world where, you know, people and and you know, like it or not, Putin is the first leader in the world who is actually used the threat of nuclear power. um to to gain something mm. um and uh, which is why the world and and generally most people are kind of now fearful that if this is allowed to be accepted then you know there are the 10 other nuclear powers in the world what's stopping them doing the same thing so it's it's setting a precedent and and that's where i as much as i agree with both you gentlemen my 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 fear is that uh, 
my my fear that as much as we enjoy the the progression um and and moving forward with artificial intelligence um man end of the day um as much as can be a good person can utilize artificial intelligence in the most vicious way possible which could be harmful to humanity uh, and and that's the fear that most people tend to have yes absolutely and you make a really really good point about control uh, and about how far reaching um we can manipulate technology at the end of the day it's 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 about manipulating technology yeah. right in, in whichever form it is and it's happening today whether it's you know you see it in drones or whether you see it in a missile or mm. whether you see it in hacking or viruses that you send down the line right so and we talked about this in the previous show as well and i want to thank um dharma for coming on the show Most and definitely. and 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 spending time with us um uh, and i really appreciate the the time you've taken and i hope you have a have a good weekend um and god bless you i just want to conclude um why we're having these discussions about ai machine learning and quantum and and and, and something that his his holy prophet <coughs> holy prophet peace and blessings of allah be upon him said that you know seek knowledge though it may be found in a country as far away as china emphasizing the utmost importance uh, of learning the quest for knowledge has pushed man to overcome each and every hurdle it is through research that we divest ourselves and our preconceived notions and superstitions and gain an objective understanding of ourselves and our world and more importantly it is about recognizing the supreme being who has created all things and bring us all back to the fundamental point of being drawn towards our creator the fountain of all knowledge and uh, again i I, ho- i hope that you know we we continue to uh, bring topics like this and i welcome our listeners to to come on the show or send a me- send us a message uh, via twitter um about what else do they want to to hear about from a from a technological perspective and we would love to have that discussion uh on on future shows as well so again thank you very much dharma for for joining the show wonderful thank you dharma may peace be with you interesting topic interesting conversation um you know one thing a, a lot of people and and i think muslims are are, are partly uh, kind of responsible for this is the way they um the way they sometimes portray um the the, the faith um of islam the beautiful faith that they they never realize or they do realize and never mention it enough that if one looks at progression islam is a very progressive religion it encourages progression because progression means benefit of mankind and most of the things that we talk about um and if one looks at the scientific discoveries one looks at the state of um, of of the of of um you know the, the state of the condition of the mind of of man has improved as we go from a day to day basis and islam is all uh, um you know is all encouraging in these things i mean if one just looks at it evolution is actually uh, um it's all about the the progression of the mind is it not um you know um and people need to speak about it a lot more 
um, about the the, the 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 progression. I mean, only yesterday when we were doing a show on uh, uh, on nuclear disarmament and. Um, you know, the, the, one of the producers who had uh, who had actually made the script actually um, put in that script verses from the Holy Quran. I mean, I don't, I can't remember the the chapter and verse, but um, it, it was talking about it, the Holy Quran had described the 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 the, the, at, the atomic uh, cell in 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 how and in a, in a very significant and accurate manner. That 1400 years ago, the Holy Quran had spoken about nuclear weapons and atomic bombs and had spoken about technology. The Holy Prophet, may peace and blessings of Allah be upon him, talked about, you know, the, the, the famous thing that we heard so many times about people sitting on a donkey and the donkey being able to fly to different places. Um, and if one was to, you know, use apply a bit of rationality to it, that, you know, it's alluding to an aeroplane and it talks about how. Um, you know, the people sit on fire. And what people realize is when you sit on an airplane, you're sitting on top of the fuel tank, yeah. you know, and or even a train or, or right? even a train. Yep. Exactly. Absolutely. And, and you know, traveling from one place to another. Metaphors, absolutely. Um, you know, and and the camel becoming an obsolete form of transportation. It, it you know, if, if one and these are things that were said 1400 years ago. Yep. And it it is. And, and I would challenge anybody to 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 call me and tell me. How is it that that accuracy um, um, is is something that doesn't kind of question your thought pattern yeah. that something so accurate <clears throat> was said 1,400 years ago and is becoming true now? That's right. And it talks about um, your uh, thumbprint. That's right. It talks about DNA. That's right. Um, so... Uh, it, it's it's uh, and, and if you if you, I have to talk about Dr. Abdul Salam, who was the Nobel laureate, you know he has used the Holy Quran as his inspiration, a, as his inspiration right. from a research point of view. Yes, and and that is something that you know the more we read uh, the Holy Quran, the more you know those are the data points, those are the informations that we get Look. to widen our scope of understanding, mm -hmm. right? You know, before Dr. Islam, if one looks at Islam, the, the, the golden years, the Renaissance years, yeah? If you look at the father of chemistry, biology, physics, optics, um, you know, who were philosophers and Sufis, their inspiration also came from the Holy Quran. They were practicing Muslims from Iraq, from, from the, 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 the Kazakhstans and, and the Syrias and, and the Afghanistans, all of these from that, that, re, that area, um, you know, um, of North Africa and, and, and that uh, far, far eastern side of, of, uh, of Asia. That's right. That if, if you were to um, look at the history um, of, of uh, a lot of the, the progression that was made in, in all aspects of science, um, you will find um, that Islam has played and the teachings of the Holy Prophet and the word of God Almighty has played a very significant part in the progression of of how we see the world today. Um, and, and uh, you know, it, it's not, it, you know, it's not something um, we're talking from a religious point of view, but it is something that needs acknowledgement that there are these misconceptions that people talk about medieval times and they talk about and, and, and they accuse and they blame and they, they label the beautiful religion and the way of life of Islam as, as an ancient religion, whereas 
if one was to realistically read it, mm. it is the most progressive way of life, religion, faith, deen that you will come across. And you all you need to do is feel free, go to alislam.org, tick click on the, the Holy Quran and you'll be able to pick up the commentary in in in, in English. Go and have a look. Mm. Go and have a read. And you would be amazed. And there's an index in it in which you can put the topic in. What Any topic you yeah. want, put the topic in it and it will throw out a verse, chapter and verse um, from the Holy Quran of the topic um, that uh, you're looking to research. And you would be amazed at what uh, the Holy Quran and, again, Word of God, God Almighty, um, um, you know, that, that's something that was revealed 1,400 years ago. And, again, you could, a lot of people talk about it, how it was... Uh, it was just words, but but that's where the beauty of Islam is that the Holy Prophet, may peace and blessings of Allah be upon him, was an embodiment of the Holy Quran. So the Holy Quran said it, the Holy Prophet did it. So he was, and this is why we always talk about Islam being a practical religion. It is not about just words. It is about action. It is about doing. If one was to look at Islam, you be you, you know, I would encourage you. Um, to to give us a call on o two o eight six eight seven seven eight seven eight, um you know or go on our social media platforms, um go on to our very um, at Voice of Islam UK, go to our website www.voiceofislam.co.uk, or just type in love for all hatred for none in Google, and you'd be amazed the number of platforms that uh, you'll be able to reach and see a different side, um a, a very beautiful peaceful, um and progressive, um. Um, side of what you may have never actually come across. So, I know we're coming to the end of this segment, but I, th- I hope that uh, the listeners have, have enjoyed the uh, that particular uh, part of the show. Uh, I've certainly um, learnt a lot from uh, from our interaction with Dharma. I hope you have. And I think, in conclusion, I think we can certainly say that um, AI could never be sentient uh, because of the reasons that we outlined. Um, and um, look forward to uh, talking about other topics on technology um, in in few future programs as well. We're going to take a very quick break, um, and uh, when we come back, we're going to go on to the final uh, segment of the morning, which is we're going to be talking about uh, we're going to talk about uh, sports and see what's happening in the sporting world. So do stay tuned, um, and we'll be right back after a very short break. You're listening to the Voice of Islam Radio. Broadcasting on DAB and via the internet 24 hours a day. Welcome back to Saturday Morning Live and Brother Adil has reminded me it is with Generation X, uh, be it that one of the members has gone AWOL, absent without leaf. But um, you're listening to Generation X at uh, Saturday Morning Live on Voice of Islam with myself, Kayum and Brother Adil. Um, if you're tuning in for the first time and wondering what in God's name is this man talking about Generation X, I know we had a talk on artificial intelligence, but this is taking it to another level. Uh, but uh, Generation X, we call ourselves because it is all the all the the, the members of this team are 40 plus, and uh, from a, I think what it's sociological perspective, and you know how all these different generations are labelled as X, Y, and Z. So we thought, you know, why not? 
running out of alphabets here. Yeah. Okay. Um, but uh, seeing that um, we are talking about Generation X and we are talking about the program, um, Brother Aldil has uh, kind of uh, very nicely um, reminded me that uh, in next week we will be um, doing a special show from the annual gathering of uh, the Amdi Muslim United Kingdom annual gathering, which will be held, which will be held in uh, uh, in uh, Hampshire, in Alton, in Hampshire, um, and uh, we will be doing a special show on Voice of Islam, and uh, the topic will be how Voice of Islam is not just United Kingdom, how we will be looking at Voice of Islam from an international perspective, and we will be looking to and hoping and praying that uh, we will be talking to representatives from Germany, Jamaica, Canada. Ghana, Mali, uh, and uh, and United States of America, um, where you know um, Voice of Islam is making its own mark in uh, in um, in different ways and different formats in different uh, uh, in different different areas of the world, uh, and we'll be looking to see if we can connect with each other, and uh, and uh, and uh, you know take uh, see if we can inform our listeners of. Uh, the beauty of what we always talk about, how Islam is a way of life and everything we do and all the programs that we talk about, be it drive time, breakfast show, um, understanding Islam, it, it, it demonstrates um, how Islam is so relevant in all aspects of, of, of our lives and everything we do, be it from a work perspective, professional, academic, life, sports, you name it from, um, as I always say, from the from the second you wake up in the morning and you open your eyes to the second you close your eyes at night time to go to sleep, everything you have done during that time and everything that happens even at night time and even the way you dream has an element of Islam in it. There is nothing on this earth that doesn't have Islam in it. And that is something that how we're going to be talking about over the, the, the annual gathering of how we look to inform and make people aware of uh, what the true teachings of Islam are. And so um, please do tune in. We will be, all, all the shows will be uh, happening as usual, um, but the location will be in Alton in Hampshire where um, the Amni Muslim community in United Kingdom will be celebrating its annual gathering um, over uh, uh, Friday, Saturday and Sunday. Um, we are coming up to 11.48. Uh, Brother Adil, what's happening in the sports? Quite a lot. So the first thing I want to talk about, not about Formula One, oh, but no. I want to about the about the Euros. So what Euros? Oh, you mean? Oh, you mean? Uh, I don't believe this. Oh, I just can't can't believe. Are I'm, you talking I'm, about uh, European the football? European football finals for where England is playing Germany? Oh, you're talking about the ladies. It's the the legendary. Yes. yes, the ladies are playing, and uh, what what basically. The men, the Eng- the the English uh, team, right, are now asking for tickets to attend the the uh, the, the 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 tournament, okay. right, the final. But there's no; it's all sold out. So you know, the England midfielder Georgia Stanway uh, says plenty of men's national team have been in touch, giving good advice and looking for Euro 22 final tickets. So it's you know, honestly, for the last I don't know five, ten years. Since the uh, the Women's Super League had started, um, hopefully somebody can correct me if that was the right time. It's come a long way. And uh, obviously, the, 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 they're looking to hopefully get some sponsorship from um, television rights uh, 
because of the impact that this game has had and I know you're rolling your eyes at the moment I'm not doing it it is so so exciting right have I watched a game uh nope bits of it uh but I might just spend some time tomorrow it's sunday 31st uh 5 o'clock british standard time from wembley stadium so uh if you're at home uh please uh you know spend some time and, and watch the football you might be um you might be surprised especially uh, what happened with the men's i'm sorry to say but what was that all about we lost pretty much all all of our games i think we drew a couple but that wasn't uh, that wasn't encouraging so that's about uh, football did you know that we have the commonwealth games taking place in yes. the united kingdom did you know that the world athletics championships were <laughs> over the past 10 days i don't see much of that happening no not much advertisement billboards but it seems to be quite interesting what's happening in birmingham on the Com- commonwealth games so again i wish uh, we could uh, we could ad- advertise it a bit more and play it up just like the olympic games right well the world athletics were covered quite uh, quite uh, um, extensively um, new world records uh, people running some absolutely mad distances and again we talk about uh, you know progression of of, uh, of of we talk about technology but uh, the if if one was to think that a man can run 100 meters in uh, around 9 and a half seconds the mind boggles i mean a 200 meters can now be run in less than 20 seconds in it's i think it's something like uh, 19 seconds a, a a person can run 200 meters um i remember you know the day uh, you know we see the the, the man who um the, i always forget Roger Bannister when he did the 4 minute mile and he broke the 4 minutes and now that my and the funny thing is isn't it the human endure, endurance and and the human mind that a week after he broke the 4 minute mile it was broken again and again and <laughs> again yeah. and if now a human mile is done in just over 3 minutes or 3 minutes 20 seconds or something like that that a 40 second has been taken off something that happened not so long ago um, yeah. and and people are running some crazy crazy distances at such speed that uh, and and now they're talking about how um maybe they will reach um in the next couple of years um a man will be able to run uh, a 9 second 100 meters yeah currently it's at 9.58 seconds yeah. by usain bolt yeah but uh, absolutely never say never right and and the human the human is actually evolving as well the techniques are evolving yeah. um as well so that's that's quite exciting news um about the commonwealth and let's move on to um formula 1 yep um i've i don't know what to say to this one this year it doesn't excite me as much as it did last year why um i think it's such a mixed bag you don't know who the clear favorite is right every race is different how can you say that and it is so it's like clear it's it is like stappen and then hamilton squeezing in and, oh. and now in hungary the the the, the mercs are not performing right but no so, is, no is uh, red bull yeah because on the straights the you know um you got ferraris that are 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 miles ahead but reliability comes into question for the uh, for the for, for the ferraris and what's happened and it's happened to to um red bull as well 
So today's uh, today's um, warm up practice three, and then the qualifying is taking place today um, at the Hungarian Hungarian Grand Prix. On top of that, interesting news that Porsche yes has bought a fifty percent stake in Red Bull. Well, is have they bought it? Or yeah, it's they done. are they are having it's, conversations. It's rubber stamped yesterday mm. and i was surprised that they brought it forward so early which is 2023 is when the partnership begins i thought it was going to be 2026 so something has happened what's your thoughts on that because they moved it's red bull moved from honda and then they started making their own engines this year and now they've got this agreement with porsche yeah well williams used to be renault went to merck then there's mclaren merck then there's Mercedes itself. Mm. Um, you know, um, if you look at Ferrari, you have Alpha, you have Alpine, Ferrari engines. So, you know, it's basically what you used to see on on your, you know, where individual companies were, in, were you know, um, were owned independently. Now it's, it's groups and Formula One is where the money is. And, mm. you know, you... What's the name? It's uh, Aston Martin has has joined, uh, you know, has joined uh, um, the, the competition. Um, but from the Formula One point of view, the Hungarian one, I mean, Verstappen has already said that Ferrari is going to be hard to beat in Hungary. Yeah, he's made that statement. Um, now, whether that's a you know psychological um, gamemanship because uh, he's he's known for it, um, and uh, and Russell and Hamilton both um, are, have said that they are. Uh, going to be racing to win but I do think um, I, I think it's Ferrari's year I hope it is Ferrari's year I mean I think um, I like uh, Leclerc and then and I think Sainz is good too um, they make a good team they, they do I team. think Sainz need to kind of take a he needs to take a back seat I think um, it's not his time as yet I think if they're pushing their cars so much to compete with each other um, one of the problems so far uh, Ferrari has had, if you if you see over the past couple of t- um, the, the Grand Prix, that they are burning them, they're burning the engines out because they're pushing the car so much that it's affecting the the rating of the team, um, and uh, and and uh, Red Bull are t- making full uh, taking full advantage of this rivalry between um, the two uh, the, the two drivers. But um, you know it is going to be um, an interesting day tomorrow. So we've got the Grand Prix, we've got. Um, um, as you say, the the, the Euro Euro finals. Um, but uh, before we end, um, you know, um, th- there is a dark side to 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 the sporting world. Um, as we see, Scotland football was declared institutionally racist. Um, um, cricket. When, cricket, cricket, yes. Cricket. Um, when uh, in the last Grand Prix, Hamilton had a crash, people cheered, um, which was which was a, it it was such a sad sight to see that a driver could possibly lose his life and the spectators were jeering. And, and you, you would think, okay, you know, they have a problem with Mercedes, but it wasn't Mercedes. The, the, the issue was that, uh, had the, you know, Lewis Hamilton is um, um, uh, a black driver and he has always received abuse and people don't take it seriously enough. And... <clears throat> You know, we've already seen in Yorkshire, from a cricketing point of view, we've seen it in Scotland. Um, it, it's it's something that has been spoken about extensively, even on Voice of Islam, about tackling racism in football. Um, we're seeing it in Formula One. Um, strangely enough, um, I, I understand that 
athletics never tends to tends to get it because most if not all of uh, most of the representatives of of uh, united kingdom um people who are getting the gold medals and the silvers and the bronze and are kind of shining the country's name in lights uh are people from ethnic minorities um um i i think the the problem in athletics is they don't get the funding um that they deserve because i can assure you with the quality and the with the skill level that this country has in our uh, in our athletes if they were to get proper funding um countries like jamaica and uh, they, they would give jamaica and united states a run for their money um uh, because it's a very organized sport in jamaica and in usa hence they always send, tend to kind of rule um the, the the sport and the sporting events and there's not that many people who come through in athletics um so you know it's it, there is this ugly side of of sport of racism in sport um that is kind of popping his head but it is good to see also that uh, action is being taken positive action is being taken to tackle this this uh, uh, this nasty side uh, of humanity where people are being judged and assessed based on the color of their skin whereas as uh, the holy prophet may peace and blessings of allah be upon him on the last sermon on the mount um, he you know couldn't have said it better how islam is a universal religion and no white man is greater than a black man and no black man is greater than a white man and no arab is greater than a non arab and no non arab is greater than uh, a, a, an arab and if there is going to be um um uh, 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 you know a hierarchy of who is better than it will be deemed everyone will be judged on based on the character uh, and the righteousness of the person that will determine who is better than the other um in it's never the nationality or the color of the creed of the human being um and uh, you know as i said throughout the program we've been talking about islam how progression and equality and justice um is is paramount um if you are a truly believing muslim um and do 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 get in touch uh, if you want to know more about islam on 02086877878 or go on to our social media platforms at voice of islam uk or go on to alislam dot org and uh, you'll be able to um you know um access all the material that you could possibly want to get a hold of um in, in order to enlighten yourself on the beautiful teachings of Islam we are coming up to uh, the hour um brother um Adil 10 15 seconds your farewells uh I I really enjoyed the show today and uh thanks again to Dhamma for 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 joining the show and uh I hope you have a wonderful and peaceful weekend Fantastic. Thank you to all our listeners. Thank you to Brother Dharma for taking time out and coming on to the show. Please forgive any shortcomings on our part. Please remember us in your prayers until we meet again. May the peace and blessings of Allah be upon you all.